Welcome to the party! Bong bong! <laughs> thought you almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. We're back. Back again. Getting, uh... Attacking... Attacking... Uh... The current affairs as they're dealt mm. to us. Full frontal attack, if you will. Yeah. Um... Mm. So... Maybe, uh, hold on, I actually saw Black Panther last night. Did you? Yes. I want to see that, but here's my dilemma. They, uh, the movie theaters here only plays it in foreign languages, so. I hate that. It would kind of kill the point. Yeah. And I want to support it, but I'm also like, fuck it, I'll wait till it comes on the fire stick where I watch all my movies illegally, but I'll support it, like, you know, by telling people that it's good. Yeah. It is good. It is good. I um Is it? Hashtag Clay's Reviews on uh, Instagram. Um Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. You were a fan. Yes. Uh, I think Very I gave positive it review. Eight out of ten. And um seems a little low for a movie that you actually liked. It's hard to it's hard to really go above that for a superhero movie. Even if it's for the black people, we don't get a point. It's Black History Month, bro. It is. Uh, I don't discriminate. Oh, okay. So you just, if you don't like This ain't affirmative action around here. Ah, okay. All right. I can see. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. That works. But no, it was was dope. And that that director, I think, like, what was his first movie? It was Fruitvale Station. And he had like, what, like a $2 million budget or something? Probably less. Yeah. And now and that movie was really, really big too. Like yeah. it outperformed what people thought. And now this one. Well, he did I think this movie. Well. I read something. This movie made like two hundred and ninety-two million or something. The first first week, weekend, like yeah, a record. Yeah, and he it, the budget was two hundred million, so they um, easily they cleared came that. Up. Yeah, but, that's a lot of money actually for a budget. But yeah, two ninety-two, and it also haven't opened. I saw uh, in like. China, Russia, and like one other major uh, country, so it could break. They say it's possible it could break the the one billion mark because it's at five hundred million worldwide right now. Oh my god, which is ridiculous. That's one for crazy. a superhero movie and two for a, a black superhero movie. Yes, yeah. This movie, a lot of people have been talking about it, and I'm kind of skeptical as if like if it was bad would people like you know like would people act honestly say it was bad or is everybody just saying it's good so everybody else is saying it's good right it's good though you know it's good yeah okay i haven't seen it yet so don't tell me what happens yeah no well i won't it's too soon to to start spoiling it but um yeah this dude the director ryan coogler so he did fruitvale station and then and then he did creed Oh, that was his second likes, one. Uh, so he's, and then his B. third Jordan. one was this. So every movie he's done has been Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he loves him a good old B. Jordan. Yeah, huh? BJ. No Bruno. I'll just leave that there. No, okay. No Tony. Yeah, no, no Bruno, no Tony. Should we get into the news? Uh I thought that was news, but let's go ahead and get it. So. We we discussed the school shooting um, uh, in Florida uh, probably a week and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So the the store that sold him the AR-15, um, they closed their doors permanently. Walmart closed their doors? No, I think it was a, just a gun store. Oh, okay. So, um, what? Well, the owners the owners are now in favor of stricter gun laws, I guess. Yeah, of course, I would say that too. But because they want to stay in business. Yeah, but so it seems a little counteractive to me. But it's too late. Yeah, like what is it gonna do now? Um, and then on the radio, Rush, you you familiar with Rush Limbaugh? Of course, the fat guy with the opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, put it in the layman's. Yeah. yeah, so he's a conservative talk radio host. Yeah. Um, and he, so he called for concealed carry in schools, um, which since um, then, uh, what's his name? Four or five. Yeah. He has basically said that it's a, it's a possibility um, yeah, to have, piggybacked it. I saw that. Yeah, to have teachers carrying in schools. Um, so instead of less guns, we'll put more guns. <laughs> so just put more guns. And hold on, I read something that the police officer or the uh, in-school officer, the ISO, actually was armed. Yeah. But when the firings began, he found like a post and was like, uh. And just basically just posted up. Yeah, like, he didn't enter the building, like, and they he caught didn't it on into the building. They caught it on camera, but they haven't released a video yet. But he's he um got oh, it's, it's over for him. Yeah, yeah well, he got suspended, and when he got suspended, he resigned and yeah, retired. Well, I, yeah, well, it, that's the least of his worries right now. I yeah, feel. I feel like that's like he's. Will he get prosecuted for that? <sighs> Who knows? I mean, I don't. It's so crazy because it's just like, it's kind of, I don't even want to say it's unprecedented, but for this specific situation, I, I don't know what they, what, what would they charge him with? Like negligence? No, well then you'd only, yeah. you would only like lose your job, which has already happened, I suppose. Yeah. He's, he's being proactive by uh, quitting and retiring. So, and the thing is, he'll probably, he's probably been there long enough. He'll get a severance pay. He'll get paid. He'll be fine. Find another security job. Meanwhile, all these uh, kids' lives are affected and, you know, like, but I heard, I did see something, like, they're taking a stand and they they uh, went up to either the, the federal government or in, like, Washington or something. You know, I don't read in the shit. And so, they're laying down and shit? Well, they were, they were uh, refusing to go back to school until they changed the gun laws. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so they, I think a group, a big group of them had like a little march. Um, I'm not sure if it was in Washington or their local government, but they were refusing to um, go back in, actually go back to classes and go back to school until uh, gun laws were changed. Okay, well, I saw that, um, I don't know if this was federal or state, but the, the age to buy um, assault rifles went up to 21 from 18. Oh, okay. Because we've never seen um, people drink alcohol who are younger than 21 in America. Yeah, and... Um, yeah, so that's good. And so what good. about that shit in Vegas? That dude was like a man. <laughs> yeah, they... It's... It's so... It's so crazy how they try to 
respond to things with the least like effective tactics. Like that ain't really the solution. And it's hard to say what the solution is, but raising the age. Okay. Well, how about you actually make the whole entire process a little bit more stringent and you put restrictions on what you, cause I think, Honestly, I think a ban wouldn't work anyways. Like, banning guns, as far as America is concerned, because a lot of the guns that, you know, um, these school shootings and stuff, yeah, they're, like, legally purchased, but there's still a lot of of other gun violence that goes on that they don't put in the news as much as a school shooting. So 17, how many kids were, just to put things in perspective, so 17, uh, how many, was it 17 17, students that were shot? In the school shooting, which is a terrible thing, and I don't want to compare, compare like struggles or anything, but in Chicago over a Fourth of July weekend, like fifty four people were shot. Yeah, like last year, but it's not. It's it's, it's just a everyday occurrence there, and I'm sure those guns weren't bought legally. Mm-hmm. So so putting a ban on guns, yeah, it might it might like band aid a little bit, but it's not fixing the issue. Well, so I mean, I, I I don't think I don't get I don't get what they're. It's uh, well, there weren't there will never be a ban on guns. Like let's face it, the amount of but I see a lot of you see a lot of people pushing for that though. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's uh, it's not realistic. Yeah, no, you, you need to it's take only realistic steps. in Australia. Yeah, you need to take small steps where like um yeah. Uh, well, it's not even you know like it's not even illegal here. You know, but like right. the government just called for people to return their guns and people just did it. Which is still one of the most unbelievable acts I've ever like, yeah. seen or heard about ever. Yeah. Because I don't yeah, know, but... I don't, I actually, this is unsourced, but I don't know that there's any kind of like association like the NRA in this country that's like full of gun nuts yeah. and shit. And like, I, sure. I, I know for sure that there's not one funding the government. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, that's half the problem is the government has a hand or the NRA has a, um, the government has their hand in the pockets of NRA and the NRA is behind the scenes just puppeteering the whole thing. So I saw an article um, where they started talking about, um, training students in firearms as well. Yeah, that's it. Put it, put the guns in the, put so when there's guns in the school, it's bad. So let's put more guns in the school. And a kid in Ohio just shot himself at a school this week. I don't Did know it? if it was I don't know if it was intentional or not because I haven't seen a follow up article. And at the time, they didn't know whether it was like a suicide attempt or suicide. whatever. I don't know if he died even because you know this is all unsourced here. At the, uh, welcome to the party. Of course. Um, the, the 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 number one source for unsourced facts, if you will. Yes, yeah. yeah. This is why this is why you're a front runner for the most valuable yes. podcaster. This is why it's getting. It, hey, look, it's getting. I'm just out here doing what I got to do. I'm just trying to perform and uh, play my position. You run away with Give the people. Give the people. You know, it may not be the shit that you want to hear, but it's definitely the shit that you need to hear when you when you're pottying with the potty boys, man. Yes. The um, pod squad. How about okay? How about how hard it is to be a teacher, right? Um, <laughs> right. 
and how many breakdowns teachers have in general you want you want there to be a strapped teacher when <laughs> when kids are like like just oh my wild God. All the time. it's a horrible move bro they need Listen to here. mental health needs to be recognized and treated before you start handing out straps to teachers listen I just don't want, like, I've had teachers who flipped out on me before because I was sort of a class clown back in my day. Right. Now, I could see teachers like, listen here, Darnell, and, like, pulling out the strap and being like, you going to sit the fuck down or I'm going to bust a cap in your ass. Yes. And everybody's like, damn, Mr. Sniff is out here tripping, tripping. Like, it could be a situation. You know, I don't I don't think that's it. Like, nah. that ain't, no. And then they'll be like, yeah, but... We'll keep it concealed in the classroom in the lockbox. And I'm like, yeah, but then the student pulls the gun out. You got to go over here and put this code in this box and try to get the gun out and armed before he kills everybody in the classroom. Like, that's not the solution. That's, that's stupid. Yeah, it's stupidity. It's counterproductive. And that's why 45 is piggybacking the idea because that's what his whole presidency is based on. Stupidity. Stupid, counterproductive theories and principles and, and morals. Well, how about strap teachers? He was at, he was visiting his private golf course, just a few miles away from the fucking funerals of these kids. I seen that. I don't, I don't know if he played, but if he did, sure he did. that's savage. They showed. I seen something on the uh, the internet's where they uh, showed, like, uh, after the Sandy Hook um, the Sandy Hook school shooting, there was a picture of Barack Obama in the classroom by himself um, just talking to the teachers, and, like, um, he was there for hours. Like, I think he spent the whole evening there. Yeah. And then they showed a picture of Trump at his own private, like, uh, uh, either the club or resort celebrating a party, like, 14 minutes after he was just with the – yeah at the school, but he was only there for like 30 minutes and then he left. And it's yeah. like, yeah, well, what do you expect? It, it just says a lot about, you know, the presidency. So. Yeah. And like, like, and then on the other side, like Republicans or whatever, they'll, they'll give him props for visiting the hospital, but like that's protocol. That's protocol. Like he would, he would have been, if he like, if he did say, like, no, I don't feel like going or whatever, which I, I'll i give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he's a good enough person to recognize that that's the right thing to do. But, like, that is that is protocol, and he would have been strongly recommended to go and do it regardless. It wouldn't have been just hit off his own accord, which is, uh, like, I don't know how much props you can give him for that shit. It's definitely the people around him that were, you know... He's got a staff around him that would I would assume that has uh, a guide or uh, a handbook on how to handle certain situations and when things come up, this is what you do, this is what, you know, you shouldn't do. And the problem is he does a lot of the shit that you should, he shouldn't do. Like, like at least as far as what we see. Tweeting. <laughs> yeah, well. <sighs> oh, 45. I don't know, I don't know the solution. I just know putting more guns in schools ain't the way to go. Nah. I don't think banning guns is a thing because we, 
America's been through this banning process before, and that doesn't change anything. Restrictions, I mean, stricter. Because, um, I mean, everybody, like, people say, you know, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Yeah, but I've never seen a gun just walk into a classroom and shoot 15, 16 kids, like, by itself. So, I don't know where we go from this, but... Terrible, terrible time in America right now. Yeah. Well, that's the the um, example I gave when we had uh, Corey Maynard as a guest this week on Wednesday. Maney. Maney, Classic boy. episode. Uh, groundbreaking episode. Um, I said that, like, you're, you're not allowed to drive a Formula One car on the roads because it's too dangerous. Right. So that that's basically the AR-15 of cars. <laughs> you're not allowed to have them so why are you allowed to have an AR-15 and Kinder is <laughs> Kinder the candy the chocolate is banned in America why <laughs> I don't fucking know because it's like a choking hazard for children or something oh because of the surprise candy. on the inside <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's literally illegal in America bro. fucking hell even we can handle a Kinder surprise <laughs> Watch your kids. <laughs> Just watch your kids for a minute instead of watching the goddamn TV. And then I saw something that said, uh, back to the uh, the school shooter. Um, kid, I think maybe Trump said it or some politician or some dumb news person was like, it's the video games and uh, movies that these kids are watching. Trump, and he said he said there needs to be a rating system in place. What? Oh, Motherfucker, my. did you not know that there's fucking G, P, G, M, R? What's wrong with you? Let me just put it this way. I've watched a lot of violent movies. I played Grand Theft Auto when they were thinking about banning that shit like years ago. People remember they were like, "Cause of the hookers." I don't know what happened. Yeah, it was like you can f- kill hookers and like, yeah, <laughs> you can pick up hookers and like have sex and then kill them after, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, so terrible." Yeah, but I've never. I can proudly say I've never killed a hooker. <laughs> I've never congratulated anything. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's a, it's it's a. It's a celebratory factor. Like, I've watched a lot of... I've watched Scarface many, many a times. Um, I've never done cocaine. Like, I don't understand what the influence on their children is different than any other... Like, this generation. So, I, I would say it definitely influenced a lot by, you know, media and shit. But if you... If the parents take care of their business like they should be, it wouldn't, you know, lay down the right mindset for these kids and there won't be no issue like this like they always say there's a little like the the kids the student shooters or whatever or the the, the mass shootings some the the person that does it is there's something like mentally wrong with them and this this and that and it's like because when they were little the parents instead of raising their kids they just threw a bunch of fucking pills in their mouth and was like oh he has hdhd and HDTV and all these other fucking diseases, <laughs> mental diseases. It's like, what? Like, mom, I was fucking hyper like every other kid. If I was like, yeah, ma, I need some pills, she like, she would beat the shit out of me. Like, right. what are you, what are you, like, pit, you, 
you just get pills and you put them in front of a TV. You give them a Game Boy and you're like, yeah. Like, you raise your kid like that. And then he grows up and he shoots his, shoots up his school. And you're like, oh, my God, I never knew he would be like that. Yeah, because you didn't know he, he had 17 guns in his room. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, Watch it, your kids. It's a, yeah, like, what are you? T- <sighs> I went on a little rant there. It's just because I'm disgusted by, like, yeah, Everybody was, wants to find like the easy way out and blame everything else. Like sometimes you got to look yeah. at the man in the mirror. It's and the it's woman in the mirror. The, Shout out to Mike Jack. It's because of all the the money. It's because of the money, bro. So they're doing smoke right. and mirrors. They're like, look over here. Look video games. Hey, look movies. Like <laughs> yeah. Like no, that's not what's going on. No one. Not at all. No. Everybody watches movies, and you're gonna blame you're gonna blame that. Because it's an easy way out. It's an easy out. It's crazy. Man, I don't... Man, that shit is stupid. And move, half the time, movies and shit just reflect society. So think it's things that happen in real life that they put in movies that are, you know, exaggerated for a dramatic effect. But all of this shit has happened. Like I watched Black Panther last night. Do you think I'm going to go to Africa tomorrow and... um? To challenge, challenge a king for the right to his throne? Probably. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't blame you because you saw it in the movie, so. <laughs> he's fucking, he's, oh, God. Wow. American politics disgust me. Well, let's, uh, let's go further south of the border to Me- Mexico. Mexico? Um... There was an earthquake. Was there? there was an earthquake there. Killed nobody. Thank, thankfully. Um, do we have a Do we have a rating on this earthquake? Was it like a? I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure there was a rating, but I don't know if I forced <laughs> no. it. Oh, of course not. Yeah. I just thought maybe that. I yeah. thought maybe it was in the headline. So, yep. Um. So. Uh. I guess. I guess what happened was a a helicopter went to to survey the damage and see. What, uh, yeah, how much damage had been done from this air, uh, from this earthquake, and uh, the helicopter crashed, killing uh, it said at least 13 people, so it could be more. Um, uh, so you went to an earthquake that hurt nobody, crashed, killed 13 people. Leave it alone. So let me let me get this straight. So the earthquake happened and the helicopter essentially went to source this earthquake. Yeah. And killed people. That's why you don't fact check. This is why we don't fucking source because it's dangerous. It's a dangerous game to play. It's a health hazard. It's, it's, uh, that's a. So the earthquake killed nobody, and then the helicopter to check the earthquake out killed at least thirteen people. At least, at least, it, hold on, let me. At least trece muchachos. <laughs> <laughs> was that racist? Uh, no, no, that was it. That, that it was, was, it was down there. I'm bilingual, man. That for our listeners, for our bilingual listeners, I'm just you know speaking to them. You know, we might have some listeners in Mexico. Oh uh, yeah, we could. Uh, Last we time could. I checked, we were 14 countries deep. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. You know, 
Yeah, but uh, that's that's a pretty <laughs> fucked up story. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like accidentally funny. Like I'm not supposed to laugh <laughs> yeah. at it. It's one of those yeah, things. I'm not laughing. Yeah, it's so ironic that. <laughs> No one was injured during a natural disaster, and then this man-made flying machine goes to look at it because of these dudes that need to see everything. Yeah, of course, and sore shit. Yeah, and now look, buffoons. But rest in peace. I what? don't mean to disrespect. But yeah, no. The irony uh, of it is to the uh, entertaining, to, the to say the least. I just got one more question. Do we know how the the helicopter crashed? I wish I knew because I'm sure that is <laughs> hilarious. I don't want to say. Because I feel like the helicopter's in the air. The earthquake's on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yep. One and one ain't stay a ab- <laughs> If you stay above the ground, you should be okay. What, they try to land in the fucking earthquake? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to get out there. We're going to hell. Come on. Let's, all right, let's, all right. Let's now, this... Um, Rest in peace of the dead. Rest in peace, muchachos. Yeah. Um, I've got some more lighthearted news, but this one, this next one is uh, still a bit dark and not, not too much funny about it, but I think the word bravery in uh, society today has been thrown around a lot, and so I'm just going to talk about this story and tell people what actual bravery is. It is not screwing some titties to your chest, Bruce Jenner. <laughs> all right? <laughs> okay i like how we started so um a girl a girl got stabbed i think it was stabbed um she was 19 years old uh i don't even have i didn't even source the location it was america it was oh it was california it It was actually california i remember of course yeah that's the the biggest state so you gotta be (laughs) you got a pretty good chance of it happening texas is the biggest state guy yeah, no, it's unsourced. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, I meant population-wise. Ah, ah. Yeah, Wouldn't that be New York? Per, per square mileage. Oh. Yeah, square root. <laughs> okay. I it's don't source anything. Just, let's, let's just move on with the story. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Girl so she gets, she gets stabbed, um, and she crawls 100 yards to a county road, um, and wow. I don't know who she talked to, if it was a police officer or if it was just a civilian, like an innocent bystander, but she used her last words to identify her killers. Wow. hundred yards, stabbed, got stabbed. She's bleeding out. She crawls a hundred yards and uses her last words to ID her killers. Stop, stop telling people they're brave when there's people like this that's actually doing hard shit to, like... That, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You don't even have any words for that shit. I don't. I don't. She crawled a whole football field. Yes. And then used her last words to identify her killers. Two people have been arrested. I'm going to name them in case you um yeah. you see these cats. Uh, Daniel yep. Daniel Gross. And yeah, he is gross. And Melissa Leonardo. Um, of course they've been arrested um, so so Bruce that's bravery yeah okay not growing your hair long and tucking your sack back <laughs> 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 
Tucking your sack back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why he's in the running for everything. <laughs> Most valuable yeah. podcast. See, we keep it lighthearted around here. We got dark yeah, news with light perspective. You can't take life too serious. You'll never make it out alive. A That's wise man once told me that. That's it. A, a wise man once said, shut up and dribble. <laughs> Don't take me back there. Don't take me back there. Fuck, let's not open that can of worms. Um, I got, okay, here's a, here's a, more light-hearted story. A snowboarder from Japan. Female snowboarder. Okay. Her name is Melo Imai. Check the uh, uh, social media page, Instagram page, um, Twitter. Uh, welcome to the party on Instagram. It's yep. time to party on Twitter if you want to see her. She's a cute little Japanese girl. Um, she... Uh, she was in the 2006 Turin Olympic Winter Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to medal and she didn't, and the whole country get, was scrutinizing her, so she she quit. She was a half pipe snowboarder. She quit and she went from being a uh, you know country country known, internationally known. Maybe I don't know. She was she's yeah. never on the party, so I don't know how internationally. Yeah, she no, was. she's not internationally known. Let's not give her that much. Yeah. She's no, but we're she, internationally known. We had to work for that shit. Yeah, so she went from yeah. uh, being in the Olympics to being a hostess in a bar, and oh, that was TGI Fridays. She had two jobs. Uh, she had two jobs. Oh, okay. She also right. did uh, softcore porn. Yes. Oh. Yes. 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 Softcore porn. Oh. Softcore porn. Skin Skinamax. Yes. Yes. Okay. All my US. All my US listeners know. 11.30, Skinamax, you know what you're getting. So this happened in 2006, guys. We're in 2018 yep. now. Yep, that's 12 years ago unsourced. So she comes back. She wants to be in the Beijing Winter Games in 2022, right? So she enters um, the like the state, no, the, the national championships for snowboarding uh-huh. in uh, Japan. To, to qualify, yeah. She trained for four days before going to this shit. Only four days? Four days. And she won. I'm already impressed. She I'm won. already impressed. So we'll see you, um, Melo Imai. Uh, we will see you in uh, 2022 in Beijing. Um, you uh, little softcore porn actress slash snowboarder. <laughs> this is a thing of legends. Um, I can't wait for the, the movie to be made about her life. Yeah, um, the softcore porn movie. To, yes. Yeah. Um, well, they're gonna have to put some porn in there, but they they talk about the American dream all the time. This is the Japanese dream, and she is living it. Yeah, she's done it. It's a fall. It's a, it's a far fall from grace as a uh, country uh, wide known. Olympic athlete to a hostess at TGI Fridays slash um, softcore porn actress back up to an Olympic athlete just like that? Four days of training. Life comes at you fast, B. That's all I can say. We will be rooting for you, no pun intended. Yeah, um, absolutely. In the Winter Games in 2022, um, or any other career paths that you take. So if you get back into the soft core thing, 
shoot us a DVD over back at, uh, you know, send us some clips over at welcome to the party, uh, at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, yeah. We'll support you. We will. Your story is the one of legends. I just know that's how legends are made. Like against all odds. She's overcome. She's overcome. You know what? She's more brave than Bruce. Oh, that guy. Bruce wasn't getting enough attention, so he he bolted on some titties and grew his hair long and started wearing a dress. And guess what? Everybody's forgotten about him already. It only it only got him a couple more weeks of fame. Yeah, what is what is he doing? What does he do? He's still like, he's still got a loaf, I think. <laughs> but like what is his job? Um <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Wait, I got a good story. Yeah. Since we're talking about the family. Oh god. So it's it's actually a it's kind of an impressive story, sadly enough, but so I read this headline the other day about uh the daughter. Um which one is the one that had the baby? Kylie. Kylie Kylie. Okay. Remember, she was brave too. We she was brave story. too, just quietly yeah. for having a baby in yeah. secret. Get the fuck out of here! And without any publicity yet. So, um, I guess like a week or two ago, she tweeted out um, something in uh, around the around the subject of like, uh, I don't use Snapchat anymore. Um, am I like the only one who doesn't use Snapchat or something like that? Because. As most people, uh, most of our listeners know who use Snapchat, they've changed their, like, interface or something, so it's a lot worse. I don't use that shit, but I know a lot of people have been talking about it. So she said that, and then the next day, uh, according to, like, some Wall Street report, Snapchat shares went down, like, 7.5% or some shit like that on source, source on source, and they lost $1.3 billion worth of shit. Oh my god! Because she said she doesn't use Snapchat anymore. Holy shit! That is so crazy to me, bro. Like, I'm if what if she was like, I think guns are stupid, and then like <laughs> violence went down like forty percent in the U.S., bro. That would that would mean that Kardashian fans are the reason for all these school shootings. Or they're the solution to all these bullshit. <laughs> or both. I think we need to give it a look, man. The power of social media is real, bro. $1.3 billion. Dollars. <laughs> guns are so stupid. And then, like, everybody's like, yeah, you're right. And they just start turning guns in. <laughs> I think that's the solution. If If all the Kardashians tweet out, this shit that guns are stupid, right? And they all have like millions of followers. I feel like we, cause didn't she do, or it was one of the other ones that did a commercial with Coca Cola and was like, it was a war, and then she gave him a code, Kendall, and it wasn't a Pepsi. war anymore. That's the other one, Kendall Jenner, Pepsi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's unsourced. I hate myself but, for knowing that. Yeah, I should ask you. How do you know that? Um, I actually learned that from another radio show that was on during during the time that this this commercial came out. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, the power of the Kardashian is the solution to uh, gun control in America, and I'm just going to leave that there. Yeah. Yep. Um, You're welcome. I gave that out for free. Hashtag who's next? No <laughs> 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 comments, man. Um, the Me Too, Me Too shit. Yeah, what, is this the girl, uh, uh, the abuse thing? Oh no, sexual sexual harassment. No, no. Uh, oh, equal rights. This is equal rights. Yeah, but fuck that. That's what that was an accident to to bring that up because I actually meant the gun control shit. I should have said this earlier, but you know how you was talking about the kids not going to school and like trying yep. to fight for gun control. I don't know if there's a foundation called gun control or something like this, but <laughs> um, I have read that Steven Spielberg and his wife, um, okay. producer Jeffrey Katzenberg and his wife, George okay. and Amal Clooney and Oprah okay. have all donated 500, uh, 500 stacks each to gun control. To... <laughs> That's all... I don't... His head was gun just, control. Just to gun control? Yeah. So, like, to the NR ain't? <laughs> I don't... I wasn't aware that there was a gun control, like, thing. Like, is this a, a single entity, or is this like a... Hey, I don't... Is this like a Black Lives Matters thing? Like Yeah, like that. Group? I don't know... It's like a group? I suppose... I don't make the the organizations. I don't make the charities. I just report on them. I'm just I'm the middleman here. Right. I got to come yeah, from both no. ways, no Bruno. Yeah, no Tony. Um. Yeah, I feel like like okay to gun control. To but like, what about gun control? Like just, controlling like, guns. Oh, okay. Well, then, when you put it that way, it makes sense. Yeah, you gotta, no. um, okay. you gotta not um, have guns out out there. Easy access oh, to guns. Okay. You know. So, so when you give five hundred thousand to gun control, you're helping control guns. Yeah. Oh. Well, good. Well, good on them. As, uh, <laughs> so as everybody, um, everybody out there, help help control guns. Reach in your yeah. pockets and control some guns. Oh, well, look. That since, was that um, was. Uh, I misphrased that. <laughs> yeah, not sure that's what you meant, but um, I feel like we should take this opportunity to do our part. Um, if people want to donate five hundred thousand dollars to gun control, you can send it to. Um, you can PayPal us, and we'll get it over to gun control. Yeah, we'll get that. I got, yeah, we'll get it over because you you still got you still got gun control's number. Gun control, gun control just hit me yeah. up before. They just text me. Yeah, so we can. Yeah, if you don't if you don't have their number directly, send it through us, and then we'll forward it over to gun control and get more guns controlled. So Venmo me at yeah. Welcome to the Party. Uh, yeah. Five hundred PayPal. Yeah. Or, yeah, PayPal. PayPal. Yeah. Welcome or to the international party. wires, if you will. Just shoot us over your, your IBAN number, um, and we can get um, more guns controlled. Yeah, we'll control yep. all them shit. 
Yeah, we'll control as many guns as we can. And if you see us getting mad flossy, just don't worry about that and ask no questions. That's us just celebrating all the guns we have been controlling. Yeah, Yeah. the amount of control that we have over the guns. Yep, yep. Sounds about right. Um, Moving on. Hey, remember, did you ever have, like, when you was like a teenager, did a friend ever, like, come up to you and be like, hey, smell my fingers? Yes. What is that? What is <laughs> It's a celebration. It's what it is. <laughs> it's a celebration. <laughs> it's a celebration, bitches. <laughs> so Tyler Murphy and Titty. Hey, oh, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, rest what in peace. Great. And Dave, out, Dave Chappelle, another appearance on the another, show. Congratulations. Another. We're going on a streak here. We just, have, have we gotten contact with him yet? I, I know it's I still, asked It's in the works. It's still in the, okay. When, when I'm asleep, he's awake. When I'm he's awake, he's asleep. Yeah, and that's it what just, I was we're, we're playing a bit of phone tag. It's hard to get in touch. Yeah, and then I was thinking because the emails, the way the, you know, the way the emails are set up um, internationally, it takes a little bit longer for yeah. the cell towers and our, our yeah, inbox no, is like getting congested i don't read yeah. every email um yeah. money making mitch hasn't even been reading the emails and he is if he doesn't He's start reading them so it's, close to getting fired he will lose his job and will get somebody else to push the buttons if it wasn't for a uh affirmative action thing he would have been fired already yeah that one episode yeah, that he yeah, we don't want to deal with we don't want to deal with that kind of repercussions. So and not yeah. get started on money making Mitch right now. No. But yeah, smell my fingers. That's um yeah. So it's a celebration of right. sorts. Right. Yeah. So that I don't would know be... how it started or the origins, but yeah. Right. So I would say it's a celebration. So it only happens when you're a teenager because you're getting pussy so infrequently that you have to celebrate it whenever you get it. Every moment. It's just, (laughs) it's, you're just enjoying it at a whole nother level. Right. And then, and then essentially it might not even be that you're getting pussy. You could just be finger popping. Right. Which is another, I guess it's another style of getting pussy, but. Finger popping each other's assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Versus like actual full intercourse, you know, a good old finger pop is the thing, you know? Yeah. Because everybody was finger banging back in middle school, I would think. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I know some guys that were going at it in, in elementary school, but I feel like that's a, like looking back, it's like, but what were you really doing? It's a bit nasty. So, yeah. I, I just wait. I heard a joke. I heard a joke that a comedian said. He said, "The best thing about being fifteen is being able to fuck fifteen-year-olds and not go to jail for <laughs> oh it." Oh <laughs> my god! Wow. I'm That's not even crazy, gonna, bro. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go that is into crazy. that one. I'll oh, leave that dude. one right there. Yeah. Okay. What about um? Catching feelings. So that's before, like, you, you, you go through the uh, smell my fingers far before you yeah. even think about catching feelings. Oh, yeah. Smell my fingers very, very early stage. It may even be stage one because it yeah. might be your first first night, like, being together. And it's like, you know you're not going to have sex, but you're trying to get whatever you can get. And, you know, 
heavy kissing leads to heavy petting. Heavy petting. Zip, zip, unbutton. Mm. Yeah, you slide on in, but it's not like full because she's not ready yet and you're kind of nervous. So, you know, it's way before catching feelings. And, well, here's what we need to address. Mm. It's way before catching feelings for a guy. Ah. Because females, we know they move at a whole different time frame. They catch feelings. Oh, man. I was talking to someone yesterday at work. Okay. Okay. She she met up with some... She was hanging out with a friend of hers. Okay. A friend? No, like a friend. A a friend. A friend. Okay. A friend. Yeah. And she was texting this dude at while she's out with this friend and tells tells this dude where she is. Dude rocks up oh, and, of course. and she is sold on the fact that he shows up and he doesn't know anybody. She thinks that this is a great guy. Okay? Right. Okay. Then they go out for dinner. Okay. And so she's super sold, obviously, because uh-huh. um, he probably paid for dinner. Put it that way. Of course. He would have to. Um, well, that is the societal norm. Unfortunately. Uh, At least until you hit. But I digress. And yeah, now, okay. and now she's, she's gone and caught feelings. Um, I'd rather catch chlamydia than catch feelings, bro. No, it, shit. It's easier to treat. <laughs> Catching chlamydia is better than catching feelings because it's easier to treat. If that's not a fucking bumper sticker for your ass, <laughs> oh my god, we need that. That's like a Buddha quote. <laughs> the thing about catching feelings, man, which is unfortunate, is hold on. Do you think someone's gonna tweet that in a hundred years and it's gonna say my name next to it? If they don't, they're a fucking fool. One of our <laughs> listeners has to keep... This is how you keep us alive, man. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. As a matter of fact, say that shit again so they can catch that without having to replay it and write that shit down. I would rather catch chlamydia than catch feelings because chlamydia is yep. easier to treat. Yep. Claiborne McMath, a.k.a. Clay Boss, a.k.a. Mick Maniac, a.k.a. the big boss man, said that shit. A.k.a. the clumsy jeweler. Why? Oh, because he drops jewels all over the place. <laughs> God. <laughs> A little bit of self-padding. Oh, pack those bats. If you're new to the show, this is what we tend to do from time to time. We just like to celebrate our little victories in life and in pottying, and we have a lot of them, so fuck you if you're a hater. Um... What were we even talking you were saying about? the thing catching about feelings. catching feelings is the thing about catching feelings is there's so many different degrees of uh, the feelings that are being caught, if you will, mm. and they and they they tend to put people in different mindsets which aren't the same. So maybe a guy's mindset isn't the same as a girl's, and then they become uh, on two different pages. Yes. And that's where a lot of problems arise. Oh, yes. In this catching feelings game. So, 
it's 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 a tough it's a tough uh it's a tough battle i would say uh between man and woman um kills a lot of good relationships or situationships as well um mm -hmm. But it's a it's an ongoing learning. It's like we're trying to cure AIDS with this thing. Like we're trying to figure out ways to stop it, but it's just it just you know progresses and it advances and it evolves and so many different forms of catching feeling now and there's so many different ways to catch it. It's like you can't protect yourself these days. We have I'm seen unpro I'm, you're unprotected out here, man. We have seen catfish with with Neve. Yeah. These cats that catch your feelings without meeting people now. Which is, you don't even literally have to come into physical contact with the person to catch feelings, which is. That is more dangerous than chlamydia because you need to at least get some nookie to get chlamydia. Yeah, it's not, it's not airborne. It's not from, it's not contagious from touch. It's from looking at a picture. That's essentially what being catfished is. Oh, I love this person. I'm going to be with this person forever, but I actually never met them. I never talked to them, but they text so good. Like, <laughs> They text so good. They text so good. Text me up. Like, what? This shit is an unbelievable. The world is an unbelievable place. Oh, oh. <laughs> Let's just say that. You're it's, telling me. Man, oh, the, man. And if just, the world wasn't the way that it was, we wouldn't. There would be no welcome to the party. That's true. There would be no need for it. Yeah, but so this, thank, thank you, world, for yeah, creating us. Thank you, you crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like the world is like that crazy cousin who does a lot of wild shit, but you just love to be with them because they're fun. Yeah, that's what the world is. Yeah, I got a cousin like that. Well, he's old well now. be free. He's not fun. Nah, I don't. I don't know who that is. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, the basketball player. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't know him either. <laughs> um, but that's how the world is. Not Metal World Peace either. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say Metal World Peace, and I didn't. <laughs> that's what I'm here for, bro. That's why we're the potty boys. Man. Yes, we're on the same level because we don't catch feelings. Man. No. Or I don't catch feelings. No, yeah, well, I've got a girlfriend. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That doesn't mean you caught feelings, though. doesn't mean that. It do I don't think you it does feelings. either. Yeah, nah. There's ways to... Catching feelings, sake, catching yeah, feelings no, is different to having feelings. Yes, that's that's what I think of the difference is. Catching feelings sake, is when... For your sake, we won't, we won't dig into that, though. Oh, let's okay. leave that where that is. Yeah, yeah, let's... For your sake and the sake of your relationship, let's not dig into that too much. Because then it's going to be a lot of question asking and you, you know, let's not do that. Okay. But, <laughs> but you're right, though. Catching feelings and having feelings, I think, is two different. Um, yeah. Oh, honey pee. Honey pee. Yeah, yeah. Remember, um, remember Storage Wars? Of course I do. It's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> Is that the one where that shit like it was golden going up style? Is that one? Do they mix it up? Like, do they sometimes go to airports and so and get lost baggages and sometimes like open storage containers no. and shit? That's baggage wars. Baggage wars. <laughs> That's baggage wars. <laughs> 
Storage Wars was the where they go to the uh, old st- old storage units that people don't claim over time. Uh, yes, and then they, and they have the auctioneer. Them. Yeah, they auction them out. Yeah, and, and people make wars. a living off that shit. Baggage <laughs> Wars was where they would get the bags and auction them shits out. Right? Like, Why do they have the right to auction off yeah. other people's shit? I guess if you don't claim it over a certain amount of time, <laughs> you just, they're just like, yeah, let's sell this nigga's bag. It's like, and the, but the, the, you gotta see, cause I watched this show like religiously. Mm. You have to see the reasoning that people, they're like, oh, look at that bag. It's got a nice Italian leather on it. It's got yeah. gold. It's got a gold buckle. It's definitely some money in there. I'm gonna bid 500 on it. Like, yeah. what? Like- and then it could be like, literally just like, 14 shirts and 7 pairs of pants yeah. like damn and then like a it's raggedy like, ass bag they'll be like oh this bag's well traveled and like them. yeah yeah <laughs> what the fuck no it's just an old bag nigga I got an old bag ain't no money in this shit <laughs> just some Nike shorts and a fucking Adidas tracksuit like what the fuck I don't yeah it's crazy though I just look at it it's like a hope thing for me cause I hope that they find that one bag with like the diamonds and the jewels in it and, yeah. and fucking cash out. I've seen a couple of those. But Storage Wars I think is a little bit better. So they open they up the old, like, sto- the old storage lockers and they, yeah, they old get storage units. And then that one's the auctioneer one as well? Yeah, they auction it off. But that one's good because everybody like knows the value of everything. It's like, oh, an old oak chestnut uh 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 tv stand oh i can get 216 bucks for that oh so that one's almost like american pickets yeah a little bit a little bit like that right but this they just like flip everything it's like oh an old refrigerator looks like the motor's still running on it i can get 76 dollars for that what? How do you know that off the top of your head? And why do you <laughs> yeah. always get that exact amount of money for it? <laughs> That's like they add job, it up, I they guess. do like a running tally on the on the screen. They'll add it up, and then yeah. at the end of the show, they'll be counting the money up. Like, how did you know it was three hundred and twelve dollars <laughs> for that shirt? Like, yeah. <laughs> but they're good at it, and yeah. I continue to watch it. So yeah, shout out to Storage Wars. And tiny living or like living small or whatever. House Hunters. Yes. And then they have House Hunters International, and then they have Tiny House Hunters. Tiny House Hunters. I used to Which, hate that shit. People and I absolutely there. loved it. <laughs> um, It's a little small. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so let's explain the Let's explain the premise, though. So every, the Tiny House Hunters is for people who want to move out of the traditional home. They want to save money, whatever, whatever. So they literally try to move into a tiny house, which is like smaller than an actual trailer. And for the most, most of them are like portable because they're like, yeah, I want to be able to travel and not be weighed down and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like instant. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like you can travel and have an apartment. But anyways, uh, so they build, they either get them built or they buy like, it's like a half a trailer house, like yeah. It and it has like you know it has like a kitchen, a little ass baby kitchen, and and everything like and folds out and shit. 
Yeah. You got to be really creative. Like, some of them have stairs up, like, a, uh, upstairs set up that leads to, like, a bed, just a bed up top. That if you, like... But it's a great show. It's a great show. If you have, like, a nightmare and you jump up in your sleep, you'll give yourself a concussion on the ceiling. Yeah, which is worse than a nightmare. But now you have a concussion and your nightmare continues. <laughs> and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. But I love, I love what they complain about on the show because it's always, always, always space. It's yeah, like, and it's always. I don't like, know if this is enough space. It's like, yeah, nigga, it's a, it's a half of a bedroom on wheels, <laughs> and you're trying to put literally like a living room, a kitchen, a bathroom, a dining room, and a bed in. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? But at the start of the episode, they'll. They'll fucking have it like an interview and be like, yeah, we just like we're really interested in tiny living and like we we're trying to like, you know, be um, economic or fucking green or whatever. And then they'll get in there and be like, oh, it's so small. Oh, there's no storage. Oh, where's the toilet? Oh, like my knees are touching the wall. Yes, motherfucker. We know. Uh, like, and there's always like, any research. There's always like an absolute bitch female and like submissive <laughs> husband and he's like of course oh my god <laughs> it's what makes it the best the guy's and like that, that's that's guy. not only privy on uh tiny house hunters that's international house hunters and regular house hunters <laughs> the woman always dominates the relationship oh, of course and if it's like the woman's got like huge like budgets in mind and she's like yeah I want <laughs> I want like an ocean view and I and I want to be on the 55th story and like and I only want to spend $100,000. What? <laughs> Spending all that nigga's money, dog. And he just sits there takes that shit. Yeah. And it's it's so funny like literally you can get it to a T like if you, you'll get that one couple and it's always the girl who runs the relationship and she always jokes like there's always a closet issue. Like he'll be like, "Oh, the closet isn't big enough for both of our stuff," and she'll be like, "Yeah, well, I guess you're gonna have to find somewhere to put your shit." And he'll, he'll always make a joke about how many shoes, yeah. how many shoes. Yeah, you got. it's always a shoes joke. And then it's just like the sink. You need two sinks because the woman's makeup. He'll make a joke about all her makeup, and and she'll be like, "Well, I guess you'll have to use the guest bathroom." Yeah. <laughs> And then they'll, like, pan over to the real estate agent who's sitting there like, oh, shit, like, what am I supposed to say? Like, They need to do okay, a follow-up well, series you. where they go back and see oh if these God, cats are still even my, together. That was my one fucking suggestion is I want to see are these two motherfuckers still together, A, or are they divorced because they made this move and he really hated it and he finally, like, blew up on her ass? Or she blew up because... Somehow the man ended up picking the place, which never happens. Never, and you can always never happens. You can always pick which place they're going to end up in too, because they always are looking yeah, at like three places, one, and you can choose yeah. which one. Whichever one the girl likes, it's like it. One could be like budget friendly and enough space, and like everything perfect, and the guy would be like, "Yeah," and then the woman would be like, "No, but I like this fireplace and this like." <laughs> One, the one with the marble that was, like, way over budget and, like, way two hours away from the guy's job. 
He'll be like, well, babe, you like this one, so happy wife, happy life. Uh-huh. Yo. And he'll be crying in the inside, man. Fuck. I love that show. That shit. I fucking love that show. That used to be our shit when we used to be housemates. Oh man, it was a, it was a, it's great entertainment that you can't pay for. That shit used to just be running from like midnight to like one (laughs) thirty. It was just marathons, and it was just so good, man. Shout out to House Hunters. I love that show and Storage Wars and Baggage Wars and Pawn. um, Pawn Stars. Hardcore Pawn. Yeah, and Pawn Stars. Yeah. And where they just rip cats off, they're like, these people come in like, this is my grandpa's painting. Um, His name was Pablo Picasso. And they're yeah, like, we don't yeah. have no proof. We'll give you 200 bucks. Yeah, that's, um, I don't know if that's real. That's going to be $15. And then they'll flip that shit for the $3 million. <laughs> oh my God. Bro. It's so disgusting how desperate these people are. Like, they don't, they have no clue. They'll be like, yeah, this is this is a glove my dad gave me when we were young. And there's a signature on it. I think it, I can't read it, but it's old, so it should be worth a lot. And I then think it like, says happy oh, truth on let me it. Take, let, me, let me take it in the back and have my guy check it out. And they'll be like, yeah, okay, cool. And then he'll be like, yeah, no, that's the first baseball glove ever made. Like, <laughs> worth over $15,000, million. That's a real number source. And then they'll come back super duper calm and be like, yeah, my guy said it's worth a couple of million, but it's got this little dent in it. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, nigga, it's 200 years old. Like, it's not in perfect condition. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we'll give you 250 bucks for it. Uh, it looks used. Like, yeah, it's like a used. It's like. The guy will be so desperate to fucking, he's like, I'm just trying to make some money so I can travel to see my mom in fucking New York or some shit. She's sick. Yeah, you can get two, you can get a round trip ticket with that. He'll be like, okay. And then they'll put that shit like right under next to all the like super expensive stuff. And like you said, they'll flip that shit for 300 billion or some shit. (laughs) What a great, what a great business. How about, how about, like, restoration wars when someone brings in, like, an old raggedy, like, fuel pump or something like that, and yeah. then the dude's, like, fixing it, but, like, it's always drama, like, this dude wants this back by Thursday, and I just don't <laughs> yeah. think I can get it done by Saturday. I'm going to have to really knuckle down here. Yeah, it's like, first of all, you have nothing. This is literally your job. You have nothing else to do. And what's like, the motherfucker going to do if he comes in Thursday and it's not finished? Take that shit half finished? <laughs> yeah. Nigga, you've got all time. You, literally, all you have to do is be like, hey, I need like two more days. It'll yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> like, what? It's not even that. It's not life or death. Yeah. But they have to create some drama. It's because literally, that show is just give me something old and I'll fix it for you. Like, yeah. There's no drama in that. <laughs> just let me sand this shit off. <laughs> and paint then, it. And then, and then paint. <laughs> it's not that hard. Boom, no shiny. Watch that shit. So it's like, oh, I'm out of this color paint, and they don't make it anymore on the East Coast. Like, how will I get a shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just, it's just some crazy shit. on the East Coast. They don't make it anymore. 
they, oh, they do a lot of reaching. They do a lot of reaching. Yeah, yeah. All okay. great television, though. All great television. I can just imagine, like, the producers going up to him and being like, how can we um, make this a bit more dramatic? And he's like, it's not very dramatic. I can get this done in 15 minutes. They're like, we're going to have to get you to stretch this out over 15 weeks. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, I'm out of sandpaper. And it's a massive sandpaper drought this season. (laughs) And it just so happened to be a sandpaper shortage in America. Oh, oh my god. My my chrome wax is melted. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh. Shit. Oh, I um, love we're doing his voice too. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um oh, got six hours to get this done. Oh, what Tune about next swamp week? people? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Is, wait, is that the crocodile hunter one? Yeah, but it's so that's funny, one. man. It's like it's like when they're catching one. They do a point of view shot from the crocodile, like the crocodile's oh, got a fucking so... GoPro on its head. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I'm all... <laughs> shoot it, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's always like a struggle, but it's like literally you're standing right over it. One person has it wrapped. Just point the gun and shoot it at his head. Like, what? Where's this? But it's like a two-minute scene of the crocodile like spinning and flash splashing water everywhere, and the person, the the, uh, the hunter's like sweating and his hat falls off. Yeah, and he's he's he like falls back on his ass in the boat. Yeah, and then when they get back. They like have an interview and he's like, Billy Bob Joe Terror missed him and I had to jump in and wrestle him with my bare hands. Oh my God. That is such a great great team. They're like, oh man, we don't catch you 34 footers, man. We ain't gonna gonna make our nose for this season, man. We we ain't gonna go out of pit. You hear me, man? I try to get him ready for a season, man. My son ain't, but he ain't yeah, he not ready. They literally put subtitles for these people. They do. They do. Yeah, which is hilarious because they're all from, like, Louisiana and shit. It's like, yeah. You can't understand anything they're saying. It's the, just um, like they – What do they, they call talk it? Like the if you, if you, Yeah, yeah. They talk like if you just type – your sentence, but you don't space the words. So. Yeah, and you don't look you know, at the fucking keyboard once. <laughs> <laughs> you just type it. Can I say saying? No, nigga. Even, even if you spell something wrong, you just you just keep going. Yeah. So like, if you the whole it, shit is red yeah. underlined. <laughs> yeah, it's just. <laughs> Fucking red and blue for like <laughs> grammar and shit. Yeah. Oh fuck. And green for run-on sentence. <laughs> it's just red, blue, and green. <laughs> it's as wrong as you can be. <laughs> Microsoft Word like freezes. <laughs> Your fucking computer shuts down. Oh my god. Oh shit. Oh. Oh, sh- I'm sweating. Yeah, uh, there's tears in my eyes. Such great television in America, man. Shit. 
I wish people would watch that instead of shooting schools. Yes, because everybody would have a smile on their face. Yeah, like the smiles that those shows put on our faces. Yes. Yo, what's the, um, what do you think the difference is between hot and beautiful? Mmm. That's a good, uh, QTA, NA. That's a question that needs answers. Um, ah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, listen, yeah. stay fucking focused, man. Oh if you God. fucking close your ears for one second, you're gonna miss it. Don't let this you shit go over it. your heads. Don't, man. Don't. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you shit that you know. It may not be the shit you want to hear, but it's the shit you need to hear. Q T N A. Question that needs answering. Hot and and what was it? Hot and beautiful. Yeah. I think right off the top, the first thought that come to my mind is hot is more. I think the difference is uh, a time frame. I feel like hot is more present tense, temporary. Mm. I think beautiful is more of a longer term. I think I agree with you because I was going to say that I think hotness disappears with age. Yeah. But yeah. beauty is everlasting. Yeah. It's, and beauty's beauty, got more to do with uh, like elegance and like personality yeah, also. Whereas yeah, hotness, you can be yeah. an absolute uh, kunzi. And yeah, uh, yeah. that's, um, that's a nice way of saying cunt, by the way, listeners. Kunzi. Yeah. Shout out to Geordie Page. <clears throat> Clint Steindl. Okay. Um, no? Okay. Yeah, because... Um, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I'd say, hot like... Is, yeah. Hot is 100% physical. Yeah, it's like strippers Strippers are, like, hot. Hot. Yeah. And then, like... And beautiful is... Beautiful is, like, uh, like actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, well... You know, that, yeah. banker, that banker that I saw in France, she was beautiful. Yeah. beautiful yes beautiful i think incorporates more personality it incorporates a lot more than just visual attraction yeah 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 like intelligence um intelligence just uh kindness uh, or everything humor yes yeah yeah. i think all of that it's because you can say a person is a beautiful person and you wouldn't mean just physically yeah. You would mean like, you know, if they were kind, if they were giving, um, you know, they were, you know, nice, warm, inviting, they would be a beautiful person. Yeah. But I know a lot of hot people that are dickheads. Yes. Me yeah. too. Hashtag me yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the incorrect yeah, use for that hashtag? Um, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Mm. I mean, is it though? You can use it how you want. They didn't coin the term Me Too. Yeah, they didn't. <clears throat> I think Pharrell did, actually. For real? Pharrell? For wasn't real? He mis- wasn't he Mr. Me Too? What was Mr. Me Too? Is that the clips? Mr. Me That's Source on Source. Remember? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, Me Too. Okay, okay. We can get it. Yeah, that Me Too. Fab? Is that Fab? Nah, that's definitely not Fab. Oh, then it's, then it's Pharrell. Pharrell for real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's either Pharrell or... Who was it? You don't remember that song? 
Yeah, I do remember it. That's uh-huh. why I said yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, me too. Okay, we get it. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck it is. Source on source, man. We don't source shit here. It was a rapper. Well, so, money making mission. Shout out to the. Um, yeah, what is insert, he doing? Is he, that clip. Is um, he can look that shit up or something? Money, you got it? Who? You got it? Yeah, oh, it's clips. It's clips. It is clips. Yes. Okay. Good boy. Good boy. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, right. Should we uh, jump into some sports here? Yeah, why not? Hit it, money making Mitch. Uh, All Star Weekend results. Mm. Um, I had my money on Donovan Mitchell okay. for the dunk contest. Mm. And he won. I want to just say Dennis Smith Jr. was cheated. Oh, that Donovan. through the legs 360. Oh, my. Hold on. It was reverse 360 through the legs. Listen, I knew it was going to be a little guy. I thought Oladipo would have took it, but he he missed a couple. The Black Panther dunk was cool, though. Even though it wasn't a sick yeah. dunk, I liked. I just yeah. liked that he it did the like. The spectacle. Yeah, yeah. the spectacle. Um, Donovan Mitchell's Vince Carter ode to Vince Carter dunk. Nowhere near as good as Vince. Not as impressive. Not, not even and close. I thought they were a little heavy on the 50s at the end there. Yeah. Like Donovan Mitchell's should have been a 30, high 30s. Shit. Yeah. Um, he didn't Larry Nance's dunk, definitely shouldn't have been that. It was a good dunk. But the thing is, when you do a dunk that's already been done to the level that Vince's got done, you got to, like, really, really... Like, Vince's was a 50, so that sets the benchmark of how you mark it, yeah. or how you grade it. Donovan Mitchell's wasn't a 50. Good dunk. Good for a little guy. He's small. And the, so everything looks good. <clears throat> the degree of difficulty of that dunk off of the, the second backboard... To get that in one shot is pretty crazy. You talking about? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the the yeah the alley oop. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that it was, was good. Tough. It was good. But that's that's sort of like like I was telling uh, one of my teammates when I was watching. That's sort of like when you're in the gym and you throw it off the wall. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah, but like like he was far and he's small. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it was easy, but I think everybody's like, oh, two rims, like he threw it off one backboard. Yeah, but I've, I think I've even thrown it off the wall once back in my younger dunking days. Yeah. Like, and, and, and let it bounce and then dunk it. Still very impressive. Dennis Smith got cheated. Overall, uh, I would give the whole dunk contest probably a 38. Yeah. I wasn't impressed. Um, the D League one actually looked better. It's always better. They've got they've got bounce. I haven't seen it, but I just assume that it's better. Someone did the same dunk as Dennis Smith Jr., but from like probably another three feet back. Yeah, it was wild. Um, D League has a lot of good athletes. So <clears throat> before we get into the actual All Star game, three point contest. Oh yes, three point contest. Um, so that was the, the shooter from Phoenix, um, Devin Booker, 
Walker. Walker. Silent Assassin. Um, Very impressive. Babyface. He actually called out the victory weeks ago. Oh, really? He said he, he was going to get first. He was going to win it, and Clay Thompson was going to get second. He said that on record. And did that happen? Did Clay Thompson get second? That's exactly what happened. Wow. Yeah, so kudos to him. Illuminati. Shout out shout out the light skin guys for uh, Yes. For uh, holding it down. Yes. Three-point contest. It's a lot of you guys in that. Yeah. But his round was crazy. I don't even I think, think I he set it. a record. I think he set a record. Yeah, um, but don't they have a whole rack of money balls now? Yeah, so what you get to do is you get to choose the rack that you want of money balls, like where you want it. Remember before, I think it was that. The last ball on every rack. The last the last ball on every rack. Yeah, yeah. So I think now they have four regular ones and one money ball on each rack, and then one rack, all money balls. I don't like that. That's cheating. Well, they're trying to make it entertaining. Larry Bird didn't do that. So, of, <laughs> course, of course, Devin Booker set a record when he's got a whole rack of money balls. <laughs> he says to make them shits, Clay. You got a rack of them shits. <laughs> yeah, but you still gotta make them shit. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> three point contest, I give that uh, on a scale of 50. It was probably more entertaining than the dunk contest, to be honest. Can I tell you something right now? Okay. I refuse to even talk about the skills challenge anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I can do that, bro. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched this skills guy that that shit in because they let big men do it now to like draw attraction to it. And I I seen something that Joel and B was like cheating when he did it. Like he didn't even he didn't get the pass. He didn't get the chest pass yeah. in the hole, and he he missed it the first time, and he threw the second one, and that missed as well. And they just kept going. I was like, Nigga, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> like what? I thought they had these fake refs on the side to like keep some kind of order. It's just... It's a wild west over there. Just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, fuck the skill set. Oh, let's just address the uh, the Rising Stars game. Yes. Where, where they did the uh, internationals versus the U.S.? Yes. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure if it was on here or just in my head. I knew, I, I claimed that the, the international team was going to win. I think you said they might win because they're more skilled. Skilled. I did say that. Yes. I did say that. I didn't know it was a might, but yeah. Like, it wasn't even close. Oh, really? No, yeah. But I, it got close to the end because it turned into, like, how the All-Star game was last year. It was just fast break between the legs, dunk, alley-oop, dunk, dunk, dunk. But, like, the, the international team was up big. Uh, and then okay. I think, like, the whole fourth quarter, they just didn't play any defense because yeah, whatever. So it was, like, 180 to, like, 160 or something Jesus like that. But Christ. it was bad. And the international had, had that nice alley off the backboard to himself as well. Yes. In the fourth quarter where it really didn't matter. But And um, yeah. I assume Ben Simmons killed? Um, I don't even know. I don't know the statistics. I know the score was bad, and I know – international team uh one like I called so yeah but they said it was the quality wasn't that good because they were just it was like a showcase yeah yeah so now we can get to the all-star game I just wanted to get that out of the way 
So what first? What goes first? The the intro, the player intros, or the um? No. So they did that fucking ridiculously long. I don't even. What's the word for that shit? Monstrosity of an intro for Kevin Hart, where he was talking to the guy from fucking the pop guy from fucking Step Brothers. Yeah, Rob Riggle. Yeah, Rob Riggle. I don't, it was like, he was trying to be an all-star, and then he was telling them what to do to be an all-star, and then Queen Latifah came out rapping. I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of wild shit, like, then some white guy who was, who was in a, was like a comedian started rapping too. Fuck, I don't and know. I think Nelly came out. He started singing some shit. Was it Nelly? No, it was. Um, I think Nelly's still, uh, still trying to just keep it quiet at the moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, Ludacris. Ludacris started rapping. Yeah, Luda. Luda's. Ludacris. No, you know who started it, which threw me off, was Jamie Fucking Fox. <laughs> I was like, is this nigga rapping an unreleased verse from like an album from back in the day? He was rapping. He was rapping, bro. Oh. It's like, what? The what the fuck? fuck? Jamie Foxx was rapping on the intro of the All-Star game. What's going on? I don't even, like, it was so bad. It, I don't understand how it tied in to, like, what, what had to do with anything. I don't understand it. But I watched. It was like a car crash. It was like I don't. I didn't understand it. I didn't like it, but I couldn't stop watching it. Right. Because I was trying to figure it out, but so, I couldn't figure it out. So when that shit was done, is that when Kevin Hart introduced all the players? Yes, Kevin Hart uh, then took the mic and finally ended that dumb shit. What did um, you think about that? That was pretty funny. I liked he it. He did like a. He did like a funny fact or something about each player, which was good. Yeah. I think a couple of them actually took offense to the shit that he said, because he might have said some. Money making mix. I know. Put a couple of those in there. Yeah, drop a couple clips in there. <laughs> I think he said something about Draymond, uh, all them damn teeth in your mouth, green, which was like. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was kind of funny, like, because it was true. But yeah. I didn't see Draymond, like, even smirk. So. <laughs> Um, and then he said uh, about Paul George uh, having two first names, some shit like that. And then he kind of made up some shit for other people. But yeah, it was pretty funny. It was all right. So it was better than the intro shit. Right. He says that he likes to hang out at the DMV because the chaos and bad attitudes calm him down. Everybody, welcome. A lot of teeth in his mouth. Draymond Green. <laughs> This three-time All-Star from the Portland Trailblazers in 2013, Kid Rookie of the Year. And on social media, he does a four-bar Friday. Here's my four bars. Please stop because you're better at basketball. Y'all show some love for Damian Lillard. I love you, Dave. <laughs> and then yep. they transitioned to probably the event of the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fergie, the 
the ruiner of the Black Eyed Peas. The seductress. They got Wait, how did she ruin the Black Eyed Peas? Did you hear the Black Eyed Peas? You mean like a song from them? Their whole... Their whole shit was whack once she joined. Wait, she wasn't with them forever? Like, she wasn't like a... Not at the start. It was just Will I Am, um, App Diap, and... Um, I don't know any of them niggas' names except Will I Am. And then the other, the dude, other three who niggas. I just forgot. Yeah, it was just them the three. Asian nigga. Yeah. Oh. And then Fergie came along and they turned into like a fucking pop band. And she can't sing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she got exposed on the weekend. Well, I don't know if she can't sing, but... Okay, Money Making Mitch, put the fucking clip <laughs> in right here. You don't think, um, you think she can sing? I well, one I I've a hundred percent. When I first started watching this, I even told uh, a friend that I was texting while watching it. I said she's she's coked up. You think she was coked up? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, she was on something. I'm gonna have to look at it again. We might. You we watch might, her um, eyes and her mannerisms. She was coked up or on something. Yeah, we might post that video on the. Post that video on the social media too, Money Maker Mitch. Don't forget. Um, um, okay, so you think but she you was... can just like she, I don't know if she can't sing. Just her rendition was not like I don't know why she wanted to take it that route. Like it's not a the national anthem is not a song. Like it's you know what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. not a song that you you sing. It's like it's it's words to a beat, but you gotta only sing it one way. Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed like, not to do like, all that. And yeah, she then remix that shit. It's like she didn't know how bad she was doing it. Cause then and she's it just like, kept getting worse. Are you ready for the all-star game? Let's go. And I was like, did you even hear what you just did to the country? Yeah. Coke nigga. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug, man. Or I feed a Rick game. Man. Yeah. But shout out. You can even see, yeah, of course. Um, you could even see a couple of the players' reactions as they were going like clip, clip to clip. Yeah, showing her and then the players, and they were just as a like she tried to make it like seductive, but it's like it's the national anthem. Like you trying to get dudes' meats hard while you like. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. She looked good, but I mean, see, I think she looks good, even though. There's yeah, a lot of people that think she looks like a man or whatever because she's got so much plastic surgery, but I I, I like mm. her. She looks she looks good. Yeah. Um but she just I don't she just tried to make it like all like seductive and sultry and it's like the national anthem. Like just sing that shit and bomb bursting and, and then get the fuck out of there. Like play ball and then move like what are you trying to I don't know. I think she just 
the route that she went shouldn't have been the one that she went, and it just sounded bad. And plus, you can't do cocaine before you perform on national TV. <laughs> and Josh Duham, well, I think that's who she's dating or married to or something. He yeah, dropped. No clue who that is. He 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 was in like Transformers and shit. He was like the army guy. Oh yeah, yeah, I know who that guy is. Yeah, yeah. So I guess he like dropped flowers off to her the next day. So he must, she must have been in a bad place. Yeah. Oh, she would be on suicide watch, man. Can yeah. I get it? She pro her ass was probably trending on yeah. some <laughs> yeah. on something. I can't imagine the backlash that she was getting from that because like everybody watched the fucking All Star game. So. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to her. Like I was still hit, but. I just wouldn't have her sing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me. I wouldn't even have her feature on one of my tracks. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> she could. She could. What songs does she have? London Bridge. Is that how come every time they come around? Yeah, I think that's her. Oh, damn! That's old as fuck. And she did Glamorous with Ludacris way back. I do remember. What recent songs has she had? She did the um the American National Anthem, the All Star Game. <laughs> oh yikes! When does that shit drop? <laughs> Fuck. Um. Yeah. So I deferred, man. I still with it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, the All Star Game, though. Yeah. To the money. Yeah. Let me get your input first. What What, what do you think? Um, the product that was put out there. Because I got an idea and I got some suggestions how they can fix it. Yeah, so... I don't know, I just... There's only a couple guys that I like watching in the All-Star game, like Anta DeCumpo. Yep. And Westbrook. <laughs> yep. Because they play. Yeah. No one else plays. Yeah. It's so did hard. you watch this All Star game? I didn't. I only saw highlights. I didn't watch it. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it sounded like you're. <laughs> it's hard to review something if you actually didn't watch it. But that's pretty much the premise of what this show was based on. Um, I didn't. So I tried. I <laughs> could have watched it, and I made sure I didn't because otherwise I would have felt bad talking about something that I saw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. That's what I'm saying. So it's good that you have a good, a strong opinion on something that you really didn't even. It's all emotionally based. <laughs> it's all emotional based, and it, but it's 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 coming from a pure place. Yeah, as now, it should. I feel you. Yeah. Now I actually did watch it, mm-hmm. um, and it was actually the first time in a, a couple of years that I watched it because I've um, I don't know people probably over the years have heard me go on rants on the NBA and how I didn't like it anymore. It's just, Whatever, whatever. But um, I watched it this year. And um, it was like, because, okay, so last year, the backlash was that it was like, the score was like 200 to like 190 or something. They just yeah. were running up and down, a bunch of threes, a bunch of dunks. So people didn't want to see that anymore. And I think they, we talked about it last episode um, about a week ago that they were doing incentives now. So they get like a $100,000 bonus each player and for a winning team, then 25 for the losing team, and then you get to donate to charity or whatever, whatever. Just trying to make it more incentives, I mean, more, uh, give more incentives to win. And then they did the draft, and uh, um, 
which was good. I think the draft was good. They said there's a possibility that they'll actually televise the draft next year, which not sure if that's the best idea. For the fans, yes. For the NBA, because mm, it's going to be a lot of hurt feelings and people are going to be this and this and this, but it might spice it up a little bit. But it's the same as if they don't televise it. There'll still be hurt feelings. Well, not because, because you don't know what order you picked anybody. Ah, yes. A lot I of like people, that. You know, I like that. Yeah. Then yeah. dudes will come so out. Like, the dudes that get picked last will have something to prove. Yeah. Well, I think there was actually a list that leaked that said, like, the last four picks for each – or the last four total picks or the last two picks on each side. Who? Like, Lamar – it was LaMarcus Aldridge was definitely number one of them. Um, uh, Al Horford was one. <laughs> but you can expect those guys to be last picks. Al Horford, somebody – it was two other guys. I can't remember. But um, so but I like the draft. The actual game, I think, was pointless for the first three quarters. Because here's the thing: uh, the All Star game, you want to see spectacular plays because it's the best players in, 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 on the planet playing. So you want to see, you do want to see the threes and the crossovers and the dunks and all that shit. Yeah. Um, but you also want it to be competitive. So you've got to try to find a balance. But it's hard to find a balance to see all of that shit. Yes. So I think what they did for the first three quarters is, like, they played a regular game, but it was, like, kind of boring. Like, it wasn't It wasn't that – it wasn't, like, threes. It wasn't a bunch of crossovers, one-on-ones. wasn't a bunch of dunks. It was kind of just, like, a regular pickup game. Right. But, like, with, like, if me and you played with, like – eight other regular dudes. Right. So it wasn't very appealing, at least to me, for the first three quarters. Yeah. Um, of course, the score ended up being pretty close going into the fourth. But the fourth was probably the best quarter because LeBron's team was, like, down 10 or something, and they had to play a little bit of defense. So they started actually, like, full-court pressing. Like, they were pressing – and trapping on the inbounds, and they were getting fast break steals, and they hit some big threes. And Who were the coaches? Um, who's coaching? LeBron was coaching his team, but um, I think it was the Raptors coach, and because they're number one in the East, and Dan Tony, because they're uh, he was number Houston's number one in the uh, West. Oh, okay. But um, the fourth quarter was definitely the most action packed. Um. Because they were like doing defense, they were actually playing defense, and fouls were being called. They actually had to review a call with like twenty seconds left uh, on an out of bounds play, and it was like a real, like almost like a playoff game. Like it, the call got re- uh, reviewed, but then they made the wrong call, but then they turned the ball over. So it was really action packed. It was good fourth quarter. Yeah. But my solution is for the first three quarters, let them do whatever the fuck they want to do: dunks, fast break, don't play no defense. But then in the fourth quarter, start the quarter 0-0 and then still give all the incentives and all this shit like that and make the fourth quarter the only one that counts. That would be my solution. The first three quarters is like bullshit anyways. Yeah. So I think that that would be the easiest way to do it. Because everybody wants to see the dunk. I want to see Westbrook go one-on-one and try to bang that shit on Embiid or Giannis Antetokounmpo travel into these immaculate fucking sledgehammer dunks. Yeah. I want to see that shit. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see a bunch of layups. Like, literally, it, it, may, it wasn't like any 
anybody getting dunked on, anybody getting crossed up. Like, Kyrie had a little session where he did his shit, but his shit was, like, all in-game shit. He just does that shit in-game anyway. Yeah, so. I just think that, like, they probably shouldn't have dudes... I don't know. Like, I don't know if Steph Curry's a big guy that needs to be in an all-star game. Well, he could have sat this one out 100%. I think he went, like, one for ten or some shit. Yeah. Like, he was just launching three-pointers. Like, you just want to see athletic dudes do wild shit, like like Antetokounmpo, Westbrook, LeBron. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Like, I don't want to see a regular game. Yeah, because I see that shit all the time. I want to, I want to see some bad basketball, but I want to see bad basketball by the best players on the planet. Like it's a different level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so overall, I give the game on a scale from one to ten. I give it maybe like the whole game, like a six maybe. But the fourth quarter was definitely like an eight or nine. So the fourth quarter was really good. Okay, so six point five. Yeah. Oh, on that note, so Jimmy Butler plays a side note, little side note. So Jimmy Butler got voted an All Star, mm-hmm. um, but he didn't play, and they they made uh, they acknowledged it, like the announcer acknowledged it, but it was like real slight, like, oh, Jimmy Butler is a little under the weather, he won't play today. So it was a lot of backlash, like, oh, like he just happens to be sick All Star weekend, like he was probably out last night partying, da 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 da, you know. A lot of, Why a lot of people, you, you know, questioning. Yeah, but then Lou Will comes out um, from uh, the Clippers, the guy who a lot of people believe got an All Star snub. Yeah, because um, he was averaging fifty for like a whole month. Yeah, um, he comes out and was like, "Oh, you gonna make it to the All Star game and not even play? Like that's some bullshit. You wasted a spot." Da, 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 da. Um, so, as of recent, I guess Jimmy Butler has responded and put out a $100,000 challenge. Oh, shit. To Lou Will and all All-Star snubs who called him out for not playing in the All-Star game. He's challenging them to a one-on-one game for $100,000. Oh, my God. Now, that I would watch. Fuck yeah! For a hundred stacks, one and one. There's fights. There's fights. Oh shit! Yeah. Whenever that shit happens, I'm taking a day off work or something. Yeah, we gotta see. Like they need to pay per view that shit. Like Fuck I would yeah. love to see that shit. That's better than I don't the fucking Mayweather McGregor shit. Yeah, it'll be good. But yeah, like okay, Jimmy Butler went out party. Probably was a little drunk. It's All Star Weekend. Like you know, whatever. And then get called out, and then call out the call outers. Yes, ballsy. I like his style. Yeah, hundred stacks. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. And a lot of these guys are really, really good basketball players. I think what it comes down to, especially one on one, is who's willing to go the furthest to win this money. It's yeah. Not about talent. Yeah. Because one on one games, I've been in a lot of crucial one on one games, and I've beaten guys who are more talented to me. Because I was willing to go further to beat them. Yeah. And only true Hoopers knows what I mean when I say willing to go further. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love to see that shit. So we'll have to keep um, keep an eye on that and see how that shit pans out. But Yeah, that could be fucking yeah. worth a whole episode almost. 
Yeah, that could be. Um, live, uh, live episode maybe. I don't know if you've heard about this, but you remember Essendon football team, the black and red team? Yep. They um are talking about footy team. Yes, footy team. Footy. Okay, footy. Footy. They, they are footy. talking about bringing an NBL team to the table. And they want, they've reached out to Andrew Bogut because he's an Essendon fan. Okay. They've reached out to him to, to uh, yeah, to spearhead it. Mm. Now, my geography is not that great. Where exactly is Essendon? Melbourne. Oh, Melbsey. Yes. Okay. So it would be two teams based in Melbourne. Yes. Because it would be the Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. Think, I don't know their name. Uh, Melbourne United. Melbourne United, yeah. Is yeah. there another team in Melbourne? I no, it's not. I don't think so. Yeah. That would be cheeky, but didn't that wouldn't that put them in an odd number of teams? Yes, there'd be nine teams. There'd be nine teams then. Then I'd say playoffs would work the same way. Just top top eight. <laughs> There's only nine eight teams right now. So what teams make it to the top four? Top four or top five, maybe they might. They the the top team might get like a week off or something. Oh, okay. Or a double chance. Yeah, that would be cheeky. Yeah. Is Bogut still in the league? What What the fuck is Bogut doing? Um, where did he get traded to? Because I know he was with. Golden shortly, State. he was he was with Golden State. Got traded. Or sign with Cavs, maybe? Cavs? Yeah, he was with the Cavs for like like two hours, I think. And then he like got released or something. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. We don't source shit. But I don't think he's playing in the NBA right now. Source it, moneymaker. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I got no fucking idea. Money making yeah. Mitch is onto it right now. Okay. He's gotta be doing something. Either way, that would be a good look for the NBL. Who? I think adding Lakers. He's at the Lakers. He's playing in the Lakers? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh good good on him. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that'd be a good look for the NBL. Open up some more jobs. I'm sure they would get it back. Would they be, like, affiliated with the Essendon football team? Like, would they be, like, you know, like the same mascot and shit or what? How would that work? The Bombers? Um, yeah, I don't know because I didn't source any of this. Oh. Um, I just think that's interesting. I think it would be cool is because, you know, he's a multi-millionaire. He's been in the league for a long time. Um... It would be cool to get another team in the NBL and sort of pump the league up a little bit. Yeah. How much would that, you know, would you have an idea how much it would cost to run and operate an NBL team? Shit. Um, Just a couple M's probably, I would assume. He would find, he would find sponsorships and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you would, there's a lot of salaries to pay. Like, you got to pay payers, yeah. coaches, trainers, yeah. fucking... Like everyone behind the scenes, court yeah, hire, or buying a stadium. Court. Yeah, 
So I, yeah. I probably at least, I don't know. I'm thinking like, depending on what the court situation is, like stadium, mm-hmm. between like 10 and 20 million. Yeah, I would say the same. I was going to go with 10. Yeah, he can find some sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be um, a good look for him. Yeah. Should we finish this shit off with some poor posture of the week? Let's go ahead. Hit it, Mitch. Poor posture of the week. I've got a uh, first poor posture of the week. I've got a horse trainer. Um, oh, I like it already. <laughs> his name, first of all, his name, <laughs> his name is Sergio Palomares Guzman. Mm. Is he Mexican? Yep. Yeah, what a and great guess. Son's been deported mm. because he fed, he force fed a goat on camera cocaine and whiskey. I saw that. <laughs> what are you doing? It is, it is just as hilarious as it is when I first saw cocaine and whiskey. But hold on. Do you know how expensive Coke is? What a waste. It was probably it was probably stepped on. Yeah. Yeah. So he had a handful of Coke and he put it in just in the goat's nose and forced it to sniff the <laughs> cocaine and then he just fought like forced whiskey into its mouth. <laughs> Sergio, you're a wild boy. And you got poor posture of the week. A goat? Like, what was he trying to... Like, I don't know if he was just trying to be funny with his friend or if they were trying to get the thing lit or if they were trying to get Insta-famous. I don't know what they're doing. Attention, see. This is what we're talking about. Watch your kids. Yes. Where did you go wrong in his childhood development to where he's pushing cocaine down a goat's nose and pouring whiskey down his throat? Attention-seeking behavior. You didn't talk to that kid. You didn't hug the kid. You put him in front Tell of the TV. Tell him you love him every night, man. You didn't take him out on your donkey, riding it around. <laughs> That's racist, but... Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I wouldn't on, have man. had to say do... that if he didn't force-feed a goat, cocaine, and whiskey. You got to do better, muchacho. God. On the other hand, though, of the poor posture of the week, that goat had the best night of his life. <laughs> that goat was turned all the way fucked up. <laughs> um, and just for the listeners, uh, the goat has been adopted since and is not um, not dead. He's fine. Um, I think he's still he rehab. On, I think he's still on the calm down, <laughs> and he's. <laughs> <laughs> the goat is on a fucking epic downer right now, bro. Uh, word on the street is the the goat. His shit. The goat broke into a bakery and started sniffing all the flour because it didn't actually know. He was just looking for any type of white powder. They had to put the goat in a program because he's addicted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sniffed so much um, flour and he just started shitting paste. 
girl. Fucking Sergio. You can't, you can't write this shit, bro. <laughs> oh my god, the goat is having withdrawals, man. <laughs> He's an alcoholic and a cokehead now. Shit. Oh my god. Fucking Sergio. I can't. F- I can't follow that up with a poor posture. We'll just leave it on that one. We'll just leave it on that. That one was too fucking good. Oh my god! He might carry the fucking goat. He might be a front runner for uh, poor posture of the year. Yeah, we got to put him top five. Let's go ahead and make a notation. Yeah, we'll put him top five. Oh shit! Um. Oh, and there was also there was also a streaker on the figure skating. Ice. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he um he had uh like drawn in like Sharpie across his chest peace and love. Okay. And he was wearing a, a tutu, like a pink ballerina tutu. Okay. And he had his cock in like a, a sock that had a face of a monkey on it. I guess for creativity, I get to give him a high grade for that. But attention-seeking behavior, bro. And he had yeah, a ponytail, huh. and he was like at least thirty-five. Okay, yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, long story short, parents, if you got small children at home, it's never too late to start hugging them <laughs> and telling them you love them, because you could be saving seventeen kids' lives or a goat's life. Um, you could just be making the world a better place. Just hug your kids. Absolutely. And wow. And and don't don't give them a cell phone when they're five. No. I love America and the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to the. Welcome to the fucking party. Welcome to the party. Make sure you email in your poor posture of the week suggestions. Listen to this fuck shit suggestions to welcome to the party at gmail.com. Um, check out our social media, Instagram at welcome to the party, um, uh, Twitter, um, it's time to party, Facebook, welcome to the party. You got the Uno Cinco is uh, international hymns, uh, Twitter. And international Sir. underscore Tay on Instagram, and I am Claytron. I'm Claytron underscore on Twitter and Claytron twenty three on Instagram. And uh, make sure you fucking hit that share button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If you hashtag, if you care, then you share. We will see Whoa. you in the middle of the week with another spicy interview. Make sure you don't miss it. Ciao.